Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler. And on this week's Meet the Founders episode, I find myself well out of my millennial comfort zone as I sat across the table from Kit Chilvers and Ira Williams, co-founders of the Gen Z sensation Puberty Group. From starting out as Instagram influencers aged 14, their audiences grew in their millions. And after a stint working at Lad Bible, they eventually flew the nest to set up Puberty Group. The next 20 minutes is one of the easiest but most fascinating chats I think I've had on the podcast. We talk about building a business from scratch, becoming a leader and then having to let go. We get into what it is about Manchester that sees it consistently churn out success stories like Puberty Group. And we also talk about the 4am founder culture on LinkedIn, how and where brands fit in and who's going to win the World Cup this Christmas. But I started by asking Kit to take us all the way back to life as a 14-year-old. So it started in, I'd say, well, it was 2014. I was 14 at the time, just on Instagram scrolling through. And I realised that there was sort of a market for pages. And again, being 14, I didn't really think much of it. And I'd seen previously on Twitter, so Twitter pages at the time were sort of the the in thing, a bit on Facebook. But with Instagram being so fresh, I thought, why not give it a go? Didn't really expect anything from it. Just started posting sort of football updates, news, videos of goals, big football fan. And then, yeah, just went from, zero to a thousand followers and I realized that you could then utilize hashtags at the time as the explore feed so you could basically sort of not manipulate your way but you can see these tricks to really get into the audience and get the audience to you so it went from sort of zero to me realizing some content did better than others so if I posted Ronaldo I'd get more likes than someone else in the lower leagues and I realized it was yeah just basically playing the algorithm and growing the page from there so that was called football news to start with but no Um, one sat you down and said this is a do it you li- just intuitively yeah literally just started from basically zero i just thought i didn't really think and expect anything from it i just yeah. love to sort of play around yeah and Ara, when did you come into it yeah so i mean would have been about six months later sort of end of 2014 kit had been <laughs> pestering me i'd say <laughs> yeah. he's like oh you've got to try this it's like loads of fun to start an account on there so i, I ended up joining and starting my own one kit sort of he sort of taught me the I, tricks of the trade as nice. you say went on a similar sort of journey i guess from then growing the pages, realizing what did and didn't work. And sort of, obviously it was great to have a kit there to help and sort of expand it. And then, yeah, you, you sort of got to know the community and you kind of, at the time, you kind of just bounce off each other and sort of grow the pages and the following as fast as you could. And obviously being 14, yeah. you've got a lot of spare time. 100%. So it was almost like every hour before school, every hour after school. Probably you, a bit you, in school. Yeah, a bit in school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going, to, going on that, we were in, so we'd go to the toilets at sort of lunchtime and break time some reason there was a place that they put the cctv camera in the toilet so it wasn't like sort of couldn't see people going to the toilet etc but you could see the certain area and i remember ira got (laughs) spotted by the cctv and us being sort of young and naive thinking oh they can't see us here we're hiding (laughs) that cctv camera's fake don't worry (laughs) we walked outside and we got a shout going oi and they called us up and i got sent to like the the bsu for a bit because i was on my phone but yeah it was no biggie at what point does it get to a size where you think actually this there's maybe something in this yeah i think for myself it was we reached one million well in school 15 16 years old we reached over a million two million followers and that's when we started to get brand deals right so people because of the audience we had and this was early days of instagram 2016 you realized that you could actually make money from it and then we realized that there's something in it for the future yeah 
And you say brand deals, what brands just coming to you directly? They're not coming through a sort of a big agency? or No, so yeah, early on it was brands coming directly to us and working alongside us. Uh, a lot of it were, could back then was e-commerce, etc. Yeah, as well. I think um, it's so, just, sorry, but just so early on in, yeah. sort of the, yeah. in sort of that sort of era of Instagram that like it was, it started off generally more like smaller sports related brands coming in. And then you'd see bigger players would see them go, oh, I need to get a bit of this. And then you'd slowly build up bigger and bigger brand deals for what you were doing. There's a point at which the two of you go and work for Lad as well, isn't there? What age were you then and what stage was the sort of the business if it was a business at that point? Yeah, so at that point, I wouldn't really even call it a business at right. that point. It was technically influencers because we were just just two guys behind pages. Yeah. We were approached by Lad Bible to work for them and we were obviously 16 at the time and we still hadn't finished our GCSEs and our exams and... We yeah we, we thought hang on we could technically skip a lot of our life if people go to university to then go and work at a place like Lad Bible whereas we can skip going to college then university at the age of sixteen and working for them from then it was such a good step for us looking back and who you know obviously Solly's still there and he's still very involved in the business and you got to know Solly at the time because in a weird way he's been there doing what you guys have done and you know you sort of look at what he's built now but he was kind of there at the time and nurturing what you were doing yeah it was honestly incredible because we were able to keep that relationship with him and he's been there from the start and in his own way as well and again he's been in on the same journey but at different times he's been that company where it was just himself and then a few other friends and then built an industry a really valuable business from within that so for us to be able to sort of work alongside him get his experience in and just be able to learn from him that's the biggest thing it's having a mentor that you can learn from yeah 100 percent. you can't think of, you can't think of anyone better so there's a point where you're at lad bible you've got this puberty thing going aside at some point i guess you leave lad bible 2017 sort mm. of time we were we've been at lad for about a year and i remember i'd send memes to my friends and they're like oh these are really funny like these are good and it was ones we'd make and just make ourselves so eventually we just i'd just set up memes as an account just for fun and Which is huge didn't think of anything about little it, side right? note that jess who works in the marketing team was we we're doing a bit of thing before we come down she's like my god it's the guys behind memes are you guys are like you know celebrities yeah. in this one yeah. it's incredible yeah and from then like this is sort of 2017 whilst we were still at our bible saw a bit of traction we'd started get start puberty as well and that just like flew up sort of by the end of 2017 bear in mind we just started these accounts for fun we already knew what we were doing because we would we were doing it previously with our football accounts and so yeah just did it for a bit of fun we weren't really thinking too much about it these accounts started doing really well pulling really big numbers and then sort of beginning of 2018 was when we really like we're on seven here i think and we started to sort of take it a bit more seriously put more time into it try and sort of look to get our first hires i say when it was just our friends to start off with and sort of grow the accounts as fast as we could still i think i was probably 18 kit probably wasn't even 18 yeah i think one of the big key things from it as well is that because we were in memes and they were very niche at the start so they were an audience that specifically knew about the meme and the inside sort of joke of the meme they were only the core audience of those so we were able to start small and have that niche audience and then as memes got bigger and bigger we could then sort of develop our memes so everyone could sort of relate to them whether it was something about when your mum cooks you a morning meal or something like that and it just got more relatable to the wider audience which 
really helped us grow, basically. And then fast forward to now, you're back in the stable. You're back in with Solly. You're back in Lab Bible Group. How did that come about? So we were able to sort of, yeah, work something out with Solly. Obviously, we always stayed pretty close with him. He's, yeah, such a genuine guy that we wanted to sort of be able to learn from him and continue to have that relationship with him and Lab Bible. I mean, we were there from 16. We watched, we were there when they were about 50, 60 people. Yeah. And I mean, they're four, five, <laughs> 500 now, which is crazy. Yeah. So we were able to, yeah, work something out with Solly and um, get that done. It feels like this is sort of a bit of serendipity going on with Manchester because it just feels like it's this incredibly fertile ground. You know, you've got his story. You've got, you know, what Steve and Dom did with things like Social Chain. You've got people like Gary Neville who's, you know, could have gone done anything after football really, but he's gone back to Manchester and is building around there. What, what is it about the city and the community and the, the whole environment around online and digital businesses that, that it just seems to work there? Yeah, I think Manchester is such a good place because everyone wants to sort of help each other. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we have have friends that own clothing brands in Manchester, very big clothing brands, and people that own multiple clothing brands that you would think are competitors to each other but realistically they're all friends and I feel like in a lot of big cities you don't really get that you get people that want to yeah one up each other but in Manchester it is that community vibe it's also like everyone knows everyone so it's like if you need help with a certain thing or a I don't know you're looking for the right person to hire etc it's like someone you know is uh, in the city can help you find that person or thing or service that you're looking for which is always just which is super super helpful yeah it does feel a bit more dog eat dog down here I yeah. say sat in a bunker studio <laughs> yeah. in, in London it does feel like we're all slightly more in it for ourselves but there is a sense particularly when we've done stuff like all the agencies sort of know each other whereas we're really competitive down here everyone's there just trying to help everyone else and I think that's probably why th- things like puberty have prospered so much when do you get to that point then where because you guys are on the ground doing stuff doing the pages when do you get to a point where like you know you're both effectively the C-suite. You're running a business now. How is it handing over the reins to someone else to do those things? Yeah, it's been very, I would say, tough, purely because we were the ones that grew the pages to start with. So for myself and Ira, I grew Puberty. Sort of, I was the only one posting on it for four years. So I, like, I'd wake up in the middle of the night to post. You'd want to hit the American market, so you stay up later. I mean, we were consistently, I mean, we would talk about it before, there's no days off. We had no days off for four or five years because even on Christmas Day, you have to post content around Christmas and people were unveiling their gifts um, etc all these really wholesome videos and we wanted to post them so for us and I mean I think the thing is we'll still always be at heart part of that team because it's something you never really lose but for us we were really gifted to have someone called Richie and a few of the other team James etc they've been there from the start that have really been able to allow us to sort of step back and let them take over just because they've been there they were there from for two three years they're sort of our friends from school that we hired and they were there to really yeah be able to pick up what we give us time to basically push off and build the business and i mean they're so good at it they naturally exactly get onto i it. think i think on that it's like we know for us to sort of take this business to the kind of levels you want to take it mm. we've got to be working on it and we can't be working so much in it i know it's cliche but it's no, it's, it's true and, it, and i think so much of that is that we've been able to do especially over the last sort of six months a year is just purely from having these great people we work with and yeah. we've hired over the last few years to come in and sort of take the reins and sort of really keep it up and stay consistent and also a big part of that as well is like we're in the american market and we know we need people there so we've actually gone out and hired someone in america to help cover that sort of time zone as well which is really helpful and i think again we've just sort of 
gone from being the creator ourselves and making and doing these posts ourselves to yeah. hiring a great team who can do it just as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that's so hard and valuable to find as well. It really is, particularly at the moment. I mean, it's a, it's a really tough job market. And yeah, the beauty of having, it kind of comes back to this idea of trust. You're going to trust the people that you went to school with, that you grew up, that you kind of got the same passion as you and they still know about it. I get the sense, sorry, this restless ambition with you, just you talking about there about it kicking on. What is the ambition for the business? How far can it go? I mean, yeah, I've only got to look at like Lab Bible Group. I mean, it's a I rocket ship. I think, I think that's the thing. It's like you can kind of look at some of the companies that have done it before us, like Lab Bible. And then we often look at like a company called Barcelona Sports. This is like an American equivalent, obviously more sport related than mm. we are. But for us, we know and we want to take this. We want to become sort of the biggest sort of Gen Z publisher in the world. And we 100% think we're capable of doing that. We're just kind of pushing on in the right direction. Obviously, we have big moves we want to make over in America, sort of going into next year and the year after. Obviously, maintaining and building a great team here, content-wise, sales-wise, etc. And just really and truly creating culture and creating content and culture for Gen Z, our generation. Yeah, because yeah. we know that's kind of where social is. And it's also our bread and butter and what we've always been great at. Yeah. yeah. It must be easier being within the big lad tent having someone like Solly like we said who's been there done it before yeah that's exactly it I think the key thing that we've had well we have already is we have the audience so what we a lot of companies do is they build up the infrastructure of the business and then try to create the audience oh, yeah. whereas we went out and well naturally created the audience I mean to give you a statistic over the last 12 months we got had 100 billion impressions so yeah some crazy numbers it's just now about us really building the infrastructure of the business and making it yeah what it wants to be and how how true do you stay to the roots of it? Because I guess that's always the thing, isn't it? I mean, the bigger you get, the further you are away from doing those pages. You know, that, there's a reason why you built that audience in the first place. You know, it's your drive and it's your energy and it's your intuition, all that kind of thing. So are you always mindful of that? I think, yeah, I think so much of that is though, like we feel that as good leaders, we should hire good yeah. people. And the people we've brought in over the last six months and prior to that, have we really think we've they're really good and they kind of have a burning passion for this business as well. And they're doing really well and obviously continually growing the brand as we were before. Yeah. So we don't really see it too much as a problem on that sense. No, I think hiring the right people and obviously we, everyone we've hired is so ambitious yeah. that they all love the business in their own way. So whether it be someone that's, again, doing original content, they love the business in that way. And then whether we have someone over on the other side that's posting and finding content, whether it be news, they all love the business in their own way. And it's so hard to find those people. You must read the same LinkedIn posts I do where I sort of do a slight eye roll, you know, up at 4am hour of meditation do all this sort of stuff what is it like as a sort of a, as a leader I, think, of founder? I mean you've talked about you know not having a holiday for four or five years but you must have a bit of a work-life balance I, now I think yeah I think those kind of posts say as you say they can be a little <laughs> cringy right like but it's almost like it's, it's just true I think some bits was like we have had to do all of this like hustle and bustle stuff but you kind of realize it's a bit unhealthy over time mm. and it kind of you can it leads to people burning out like as you say we woke up every two hours in the night to post for like three, six months before we knew how you could schedule posts or anything like that. Like, <laughs> like, like it's like we've, we've done the yeah. hustle. Light bulb moment. And yeah. realise like it's not good and I wouldn't want to yeah. make other people have to do that kind Got of it. thing. So yeah, and I also think, as we say, we're, we're Gen Z and we know Gen Z people see through this sometimes. Yeah. It's like we want people to be authentic and Gen Z respect authenticity. So you get the picture when you read it like oh, I've yeah. seen this before I've seen it wrote in a different way yeah. And, I, yeah that's exactly I think it's one of those that you see people say oh, I wake up at 4am I go to bed at 12 I have 4 hours sleep but realistically yeah. I was talking to, to someone right the other day 
I mean, eight hours sleep, I think, is so, so good because within the time you're awake, with, after those eight hours sleep, the, your productivity is so much higher than having the need to wake up at 4 a.m., go swimming, etc. I mean, it's obviously great to have sort of some structure to work to in your life, but... Yeah, I think uh, everyone has their own way of doing it and I yeah. think there's some ways are healthy, some ways Very are. good. Very diplomatic yeah. answer, Ira. <laughs> I guess all roads sort of lead to advertising in a way. Then We talked about advertisers, you know, brands that were approaching you very, very early on. I'm hoping you'll dispel the myth that, you know, you're Gen Z brand, youth brands it must be the red bulls and the nikes and the playstations who are spending money with you but i'm hoping you're going to tell me that's not the case yeah yeah i mean from what we've seen the last especially the 12 12 months brands are now starting to realize how much power is it within social and how much you can use that to again benefit you as a company so we're yeah now starting to see sort of them allocated uh, allocating us a little bit more budget etc to work with as well as the biggest thing that we've seen is for us, a target our goal was always to get someone like Instagram or TikTok that obviously we use their platforms. Yeah. So for us to now be able to have a partner there that we can talk to that for four or five years we couldn't actually have and then yeah. be able to sort of work alongside them, whether it be on other con- branded content or releasing news, etc. that's happening within Instagram. Yeah, it's brilliant to be able to see. And are there brands out there that you're sort of itching to work with that you look at and you just think, God, the work's amazing. I wish we could do some work with them. I think for us, it is those, it's the relatable sort of, whether it be sort of those Netflixes, those Amazon Primes, etc. that everyone watches. They're our sort of really target demographic because we post content like that already. So for us to be able to sort of work alongside them and yeah, I mean, we've started to be able to do that, which has really been sort of one of our key goals from the start because again, it goes so naturally with what our audience wants. And that's what we see works best for not just us but for the audience for the client as well is seeing that the audience relates to what the company is selling yeah, and i think on that we've kept mentioning sort of netflix there i think with when squid game the series came out sort of last year yeah. end of last year right we posted so like loads about that because people obviously love the series and it was really interesting to sort of see how many people just in real life we've met who said oh i found out about it from you guys kind of thing and it's like nice. the, the numbers that those sort of posts are pulling in were crazy and we think that like we can add so much value almost yeah, to a company like netflix for example just purely from our the size of our audience and our audience love tv and movies there's lots of stats which say millennials of which I'm just about in that category, are the most sort of researched and talked about audience ever in kind of marketing and advertising terms. Do you end up having to, you know, either debunk myths about Gen Z or do a bit of an explainer on it in terms of, you know, how they are different? I mean, I don't want to say they're a hard-to-reach audience at all because clearly the numbers you've got, you know, completely dispute that. But do you end up having to do that sort of explainer sometimes? I wouldn't say so because I think they're different in their own ways. I think Gen Z are very relatable to what they're being shown. So if they can relate in any which way, they will engage with that. So it's what we find works so well for us to create that audience is if you can post something relatable that, for example, that millennials and Gen Z can relate to, you can get both audiences at the same time. And yeah, it's, it's... it's one of those that you can sort of understand as you get into it, really. I think it was so much of that as well. It's like, there's so much stuff, I say, like Netflix or whatever, that someone who is a part of Gen Z, a millennial or whatever, can relate to as well. Like, it's almost like your little hobbies. Like, people love football. Like, so many people love football. It doesn't matter what generation Got you're it. from. Yeah. And it's, we find like we can we can reach those people just very easy just by purely understanding the niches that they're a part of far more about sort of tribes than it is how old you are and when you're yeah exactly kind of thing in terms of platforms then assuming you're across everything with tiktok or instagram yeah so i think like yeah we wear everything tiktok twitter instagram is our main one obviously yeah Uh, facebook too 
The gold at the end of the rainbow is always trying to understand what the algorithm's doing. I mean, how much do you have people in rooms trying to sort of figure it out and work it out and play with stuff and test it and see what's going to fly? I think for us, it's been on it on the ball constantly, basically yeah. being able to sort of if someone sees a tweak here saying this is performing better than this, right. we can then find out, oh, why is that performing better? You can then test that out on whether it be the other various channels that we have. And it's one of those that often we find issues with the algorithms before the actual platforms do themselves. Wow. So because we're constantly posting, et cetera, yeah. across like 20, 30 brands, we see when there's an issue and we can then go to whether it be any of those platforms and say, look, this is something that's come up. I'm curious how do you go from both sort of co-founders of the business how, how do you how decide kit that you're going to be ceo what was that chat like so it was i said puberty and i said right. memes are Got it. so, so Got these it. are so they're two separate brands so puberty is one brand memes are is the other what we did then did each is we have for example these other niche brands within those so for example we have puberty earth which is a page basically all about travel content we have puberty pets which is all about pet content so we've got all these different niche brands that are under puberty and we have the same under memes are got it yeah yeah and so on that i mean like as we went through and it was kind of like natural with how it works there's no tossing a call yeah no no. like that i mean (laughs) i think from our side it's like kits obviously is great in terms of like the leadership role Mm. the working on the future of the business and where we're going and then i'm more like a numbers into my numbers into content into working out what is and isn't doing well for us and kind of where we are now so it's worked out pretty naturally and it's gone well like that yeah yeah it's good because we could we're able to bounce off each other there are certain things that i'm better than and that are is better than so we can bounce off each other to really just help us push the business in the best way that we can it's great it's not like you've just like been thrown together in a in, you know gone on a away day together you've known each other since you were like 14 yeah, 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 toilet like years, yeah. since, since like 11 yeah, yeah yeah so we've yeah i mean we've known each other for so many years that everything just comes naturally and we do everything sort of together and in our own way so we can ba- again like i said bounce off each other yeah I mean, there's lots of talk about next year. We all know the climate that we're in at the moment. Pretty choppy recession, if we're not in it already, going to be in it quite soon. Mm. How do you think puberty, how do you guys continue to thrive when times get tough? You know, marketing budget, advertising budget is going to get pulled in. How do you stand out and continue to thrive? I think so much of that is is how we diversify. So we've... I'd say 2020, 95% of our revenue sort of came from purely Instagram brand deals. Right. Whereas sort of going into 2022, we've lowered that and we've changed it. And we're going to continue diversifying in the best way possible going into 23. And also, I think what we offer is, is so unique and different to what others offer and our competitors offer that we can and we will continue to win sort of deals that come through. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I think the best way that I can explain it is. We are a menu at a restaurant, right? So at the moment, in a few years ago, we only were able to offer these special services. So there were two, three. Now, we're again, like I said, we're diversifying to be able to offer 10, 15, nice. 20, which really allows us to sort of work through the recession if there is to be one. Full a la carte menu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's still, obviously, on that, we're still specialising yeah, in, yeah. in certain areas and still we want to be able to offer these things and know that we can really execute on them really well. Yeah, it's one of those that you want to be the best in that industry as well. So it's been able to sort of diversify as well as staying on the top of the game. Yeah. What is it that keeps you sort of excited and curious? And because you could go and sell this business if you wanted to, walk off into the sunset, you know, a few quid in your back pocket. What sort of keeps you going? I think for us, it's the fact that it's sort of our baby. It's mm. we were the ones that built it from the ground. And it's also being able to sort of, with the industry, it changes constantly, right? So, for example, next week, we don't know if someone, a, a whole new app could come around, right? A whole new government. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. New country somewhere. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we do know. 
there'll be a new, new government, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's being able to sort of... It's the fact that it's just ever-changing. Yeah. So it's not the same every day. Every single day, something different props up. And we're constantly learning so much as well. We feel like this is just the start because... We're learning like yeah. continuously. And I think we see sort of Solly there as well. He's already done this and grown to it to decide to go public and take Lab Bible public. It's like we see, a, I'd love to be able to do that and do something similar with Puberty Group. Yeah. And he, what an example as well. Like, again, he's still there. He's still, exactly. still just saying, he's still having hard, drinks yeah. in the pub. On a front. I mean, it's sort of amazing that he's still so close to this thing that's sort of so dear to him. It's incredible. He's such, such a good role model and mentor. 100%. To finish then, it would be remiss of us given that we've got a very special year this year, Christmas and World Cup. Obviously, England are going to win it, but if England don't win it, who's your money on? <sighs> I mean, the reliable one's probably France, right? I mean, yeah. they've just got such a good team that it's sort of, you can't really count them out. But again, what happened in the last World Cup where they went out to Switzerland, so... Totally. But I could see them, or Brazil, I reckon. France or Brazil. I'll tell you what, I really want Argentina to win. Wow. Like, I'd love to see Messi win. And that'd be out, yeah. bow out after that. See, the thing is, I'm a Ronaldo guy. Right. And then Ira's the yeah. Messi oh, guy. Oh, we, we found the default <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all but going so well until I, that. I don't blame it on me being a Man United fan, but, <laughs> yeah. You're both United supporters. I support Birmingham City. Birmingham Come City. On. Yeah, it may not for me, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Lads, that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for coming down and talking to us. No, thank you so much. No, Thanks for having me. That was really fun. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Kit and Ira, Puberty Group's co-founders there. I love that. I mean, both of them absolutely brimming with optimism about what lies ahead for puberty. And it's not a naivety or, you know, some sort of wide-eyed innocence. They just know their audience they're plugged into culture and what's happening in the world and they've got this mentor in solly at lad bible who's 10 or so years down the track from where they are now a dizzyingly exciting future ahead of them i'm sure so watch this space and talking of exciting futures thank you all so much for the feedback that you've given us on our live episode we recorded from the last thursday club on attention you can absolutely expect more of these types of episodes next year that's it for this week thank you all for your support and of course continuing to like and recommend the pod wherever you get your podcast from thanks for listening IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.